Welcome to Dad Shift, a podcast where we're seeking to shift from a worldly focus to a godly purpose. In this episode, we continue a discussion about busyness. Because as a dad, we are busy. How are we supposed to think about busyness? I hope you're encouraged. Hello, gentlemen. I hope you are having a good week this week. I hope you are thinking about your time that you spent and uh, how busy you are and seeing the dangers of our busy life, how it can steal and rob our joy and our heart and it can cover the rot of our souls. This week, I want to continue to think about busyness because unfortunately, life is still busy. We have work, life, family, ministry, obligations, duties, expectations, demands on our time. How do we set priorities? How do we, how do we manage our time? In the book of Mark, this is early in Jesus' ministry, in Mark chapter 1, Jesus has been... Uh, preaching along the, the countryside. He's, he's gathering people to himself. There is crowds amounting. He is preaching. He is doing ministry. He's healing people. He's casting out demons. He's doing miracles. There is, in the, in the church world, we would call it, the, the church is growing. The crowd is, is growing. In the business world, you would say business is booming. People are People are hearing about him and coming to him. He's got lines around the block trying to to see him, to, to touch him, to hear his message and to be healed by him. In Mark chapter 1, verse 35, we see a picture of, of Jesus' day. And it says this, let me read it to you. And rising very early in the morning while it was still dark, he departed and went out to a desolate place. And there he prayed. And Simon and those who were with him searched for him. And they found him and said to him, everyone is looking for you. And he said to them, let us go on to the next towns that I may preach there also, for that is why I came out. And he went throughout Galilee, preaching in their synagogues and casting out demons. And I think this is an interesting passage because life is busy, right? I mean, that's just a part of life. I, I don't think there's a time or season in my life where I couldn't say I'm busy. When I was in high school, I played sports, and so I had practice and games and homework and I was a part of youth group, and so I went to youth group and went to Bible studies. And when I got to college, I played sports and I did homework and I was a part of the church and I went to youth group and I led groups. And then when I started working, I it just continues, right? We just fill our time. There's not a season in life where we are not busy. As you get married and have kids, now you have extra people that demand 
and require and deserve your time. And now, Dad, you are busy. You have work responsibilities. You have life responsibilities. You have family responsibilities. You have parenting responsibilities and house responsibilities. How do you balance it? There's an old adage that says balance is unattainable. There, there are moments of balance from when we swing from one extreme to the other. As the pendulum shifts and switches from one extreme to the other, there is a moment of balance as it hits the middle. But it's constantly moving, and so it then swings continually to the other side, and we become out of whack, out of balance once again. But man of God, how are we to, to look at our life and, and put boundaries and, and, and balance our priorities so that the, the right things are the main things? I would argue that Jesus was probably one of the most busy men on the face of the planet. Not just in his time, but also in our time as well. I would say Jesus was probably busier. He didn't have a job where he got money, but he also didn't have a house and where he knew where he would sleep. He didn't know where the the food was going to come from. He... uh, When I say he didn't know, he was God. Of course he knew. He knew that God was going to provide. But but there's a sense in which Jesus continued throughout his ministry with this constant pursuit of what God wanted him to do. Went from town to town. He had countless crowds and hordes of people uh, crowding around him, wanting to touch him, wanting him to heal them, wanting to see him, to hear his message. And this passage in Mark chapter 1 says that he got up very early while it was still dark and he went out to a desolate place, a place where he could be alone with his own thoughts and with his father. And he prayed. Busy, busy lives are frantic. They're frenzied. And if we don't guard our heart, they can spiral out of control. Jesus is constantly, throughout the Gospels, we're seeing him constantly get away and be by himself. Be with the Father. But the thing that's fascinating about this passage is he had people wanting to see him, wanting to be around him, wanting to be healed by him. And Jesus says, let's go to the other towns. Let's move on from here. And the disciples, I'm sure, looked around at each other and said, wait, but the the mission's not done. Business is booming. We got people lined up out the around the block wanting to see you, wanting to be healed by you. Jesus, there's ministry that can be done here. There's opportunity that can be done here. How many times in your life has, has an opportunity arisen and, and you said yes or uh, you wanted to say yes, but you, you just you were busy and, 
And by saying yes to one thing, you have to say no to another. I mean, that's the reality of a choice, right? If I have the choice to drink coffee or tea, and I choose to drink coffee, I'm saying no to tea. That's a silly illustration, but if 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 you have someone invite you over to your their house for dinner and you say yes, then you have to say no to something else because you can't be in two places at once. Your your time cannot be divided. You can't spend it mowing the lawn and having dinner with friends. <laughs> it's just not possible. We have these different demands of our time, these different opportunities. And the question is, how do we manage it? How do we manage our priorities? It's easy to say that Christ is my priority, that Jesus is my priority, that my relationship with Jesus is my priority. It's easy to say it. But as we look at life, does our life reflect it? Or do I make excuses? Oh, I'm busy at work, and so I don't get up early to to spend time in the Word. Oh, I'm busy uh, with life, so you know we can't have people over. And I, you know, Sunday I get to sleep in, so I, you know, I just I'm not. We're not going to go to church today. Is it is is our relationship with Jesus really our priority when we don't give Him the time? There's these realities that that life is busy, time is constantly ticking, and every choice you make. There's a, there's a negative side of it. This morning, uh, I gathered together with a group of other dads, and we gathered together at 6 a.m. We have coffee. We talk. We pray. We do life together. And at 6 a.m., it is not easy to get up, to get out the door, and to spend time together with some other guys. It would be far easier to stay in bed and sleep. But for the guys that come, they've set it a priority. They say, no, 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 this this is important for my week. This is important for my life. I need to come together with other men and, and talk about struggles and life and things that are happening in my son's life. And I don't know what to do. Help. So, man, if you're listening to this podcast and you're not in a, a small group or a shepherd group or if you're not a part of a local church, I would highly challenge you and urge you to get involved in your church. Go up to your pastor and say, hey, I want to I want to join a, a small group of guys to do life with. And he will point you in the right direction. I promise you that. There are, there are people out there who, who meet together regularly to talk about God's word and to help each other and to read and to pray together. And you know what? It might, be sound, it might sound like, oh, you're just adding another opportunity to, to spend more time that I don't have. I'm already busy enough. Yeah, but what are your priorities in life? What are your priorities in life? Are your priorities to gain enough money? There's never enough. Are your priorities to have enough fun? There's never enough. The things that the world promises, 
life and, and pleasure and, and finances and money and power and prestige, it, there, there's no satisfaction or joy in these things. They're futile. They're fleeting. They're empty. An old poem by C.T. Studd says, Only one life will soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ will last. There is a reality that our life, every choice we make, we are either adding to our own glory or adding to God's glory. And as we add to our own glory, it all gets burned in the end. It doesn't last. It's here today, gone tomorrow. Jesus says, the, why, why store up for yourselves treasures that moth and rust destroy and thieves break in and steal? Store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moth and rust cannot destroy and thieves cannot break in and steal. Paul says that the, the, the works of our life will be weighed, measured, and tested and those works that are that are made and built out of wood hay and straw as they are tested by fire they will be destroyed those are the works that are done for our own glory for our own life for our own satisfaction our own will our own desires but the works that are done for Christ the things that are done for his kingdom and his glory Those are the things that last. So, man of God, this week I want you to look at your life. I want to look at, I want you to look at how busy you are, and I want you to write out your your priorities. And I want you to write out your priorities in two ways. First, what you want them to be. And second, based on the busyness of your schedule and the busyness of your life. I want you to write down the priorities that your life reflects. And if those are different, fix it. Change it. Call a friend and say, man, my life is out of whack. How do I, how do I manage these priorities? How do I get them back in balance? Maybe it's working less. Maybe it's spending less time at the gym. Maybe it's putting off the the yard work for a little bit. Not saying forever. It's important to, to take care of the things that God has given you, but it might be might be a moment in, in, in a choice that needs to be put off. Or you gotta be more creative on when and how to do it. I don't know your situation. I don't know what's going on exactly in your life, which is why the local church is so vital. For the Christian life. There are no lone wolf Christians. Yes, Christianity, your relationship with God is personal. It's individual. But it's done in community of believers called the church. So be a part of one. Be known by your church. Serve in your church. Do life with the people of your church. Reach out. Ask for help. We live busy lives. The 
question is, how do we manage? How do we balance? How do we protect our hearts? Jesus had a busy life. It says that rising very early in the morning, while it was still dark, he departed and went out to a desolate place. And there he prayed. Spend time with the Father. Spend time with your thoughts, recognizing the issues that are in your heart and in your soul. And then one by one, going to, going to the cross, asking for repentance, asking for forgiveness, repenting from your sins, turning to Christ. pursuing him with all your heart. I'll see you next week. Do you have questions about the dad life or how to disciple your kids? Please reach out and email me at justinh at centralchurch.com. We'll have new episodes each week and your comments, reviews, and emails will help us continue to put out content that helps dads shift from a worldly focus to a godly purpose. Also make sure to subscribe to Dad Shift to get each week's episode. Finally, if you know a dad who needs to hear this podcast, please consider sharing it with them. Until next time.